always like to start with something interesting, and this is something that I never ever thought of doing, but because of the internet, supposedly it's a thing, and it's such a big thing that the FDA has issued a warning about this brand new social media challenge, okay? You're not gonna believe this. It's where people are cooking chicken in NyQuil. Or why would they even think of doing this? Well, they're inhaling the medicine's vapors while they're cooking it so that this way they get another effect so they go to sleep quicker, I guess. Um, <laughs> don't wanna do this, it actually hurts your lungs. But if you do do this, rest assured, it's actually going to work. And you see on that happy note, welcome once again to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun show about all things digital. Now this is part of the Kim Commando Today podcast. You get Tech Refresh every Friday, so this way you can start your weekend. You're just gonna love it. And joining us as always here on Tech Refresh, we have our amazing content queen, Ali Selgman. Allie, how are you going to enlighten us all today? I have, okay, on the bummer side, I have some fraud warnings you need to know about. But on the cool side, I have what I think is a really clever way to use one of the new iOS 16 features. That's awesome. And then we have, of course, our magnificent millennial and our total internet scout, Matthew Heffel. What do you have coming up, Matt? Well, we're going to talk about everything that came with the latest Windows 11 update, the best places to sell stuff online, and some video game drama on Twitter. Ooh, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> All right, let's get started already with the news. And these are some important tech developments to keep you in the know. And as you know, I love cars. I love going fast. And imagine if you could go fast on a motorcycle above the ground. Wouldn't that be something? Whoa. Well, this past week is the North American Auto Show in Detroit. And so what they were showing is a flying motorcycle. <laughs> What? <laughs> yes, it can travel 62 miles per hour and the battery will last, okay, this is the big womp womp, 40 minutes. Oh, well. <laughs> so if you're up in the air and the battery's going down, talk about having like EV anxiety right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, they say it's the work of a Delaware-based company called Aerowinds and they make drones, of course, and unmanned vehicles. Uh, it kind of looks like the Jetsons soaring Ooh. over New York City. It's called the X Turismo, say that eight times. <laughs> uh, currently costs, are you ready? $777,000. Whoa! Jeez, wow. Right. wow. They say they plan to make an all-electric cheaper model in 2025 for $50,000. Now, that's a big spread, isn't yeah. it? I mean, oh, yeah. really big. Between $800,000 and $50,000. Now, it's currently on sale in Japan. Hmm. And they are buying it and they are loving it because in Japan, it doesn't classify as an aircraft. So you don't need a pilot's license in order to get it. So let's see, it has two large central rotors, a 228 uh, horsepower gas-powered Kawasaki motorcycle engine. Uh, it has four smaller electric rotors. They say when resting on the ground, it rests on two landing skids, and it looks like a conventional helicopter, which I, I don't know how they fly. I've never understood how <laughs> no. helicopters fly. No. Um, I started thinking about this. It weighs 660 pounds. Wow. It's 12 feet long. People can't even drive on land safely, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna put those same people into flying versions of it. Here in the United States, the good news is, is that it's probably gonna need a pilot's license. Mm. But it reminds me of this old joke. What did the instructor at the School for Kamikaze Pilots say to his students? What did he say to his students? Any ideas, anybody? Okay, he said, watch closely. I'm only going to do this once. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know, that was bad. 
All right, Matt. So Windows 11, yes or no? Well, <laughs> after some controversy on whether or not they were actually going to come out with an update this year in the first place, they did eventually come out with their big Windows 11 2022 update, and it has some pretty cool features. Now, it doesn't have all the crazy things that some people thought they would have, but it does have some pretty cool things. And it comes at a time when Windows 11 is finally, finally starting to get that uptick in users. So at the end of last year, at the end of 2021, only 9% of Windows users were upgraded to Windows 11. Now, at this time, it's at 25% of Windows users. So we've gone up quite a bit. So more and more people are using it. So if you're still waiting, you know, you might want to take a chance. If any of these features sound like they're important to you or you really want to try them out, this might be the time or you can wait totally up to you. Here's some cool features that I saw that are really cool and I want to try out. The first one is system-wide live captions. Ooh, say that five times. (laughs) System-wide live captions. So they've added these where anything that you're going to be listening to, if it's a video, a podcast, live radio streams, you can get the captions on your computer live as is going on and it'll automatically predict those captions. Now it's not perfect, but it is really cool feature that a lot of people are using for people that are listening to something with an accent or if it's in another language or if you're hard of hearing. So any of those are good reasons to upgrade to that. The second one is customizable start menu. So when you start up Windows 11 before, it would give you an idea using the uh, determined things of what you had done in the past to give you programs that you normally use. Now, you can now customize that and say, hey, I want it to be all graphics stuff or I want it to be all word processors or office stuff. And it'll put those on your home screen automatically when you start up the Windows 11. Okay, how boring would that be, though, if everything was all word processing? (laughs) Maybe you're a big word processor, Kim. (laughs) Maybe you're writing a novel, America's next great novel, you know? Well, let's say I have my Microsoft Word and then I have Grammarly and then I have Abby Word just to be... Hey, you know, maybe write it in all three and check it all out. The final one is a big one, voice controls for your PC. Now, a lot of other devices already have this, but Windows has finally released it. Now, they say it's not quite finished, so they're calling it a, quote, preview, but it is on the new Windows 11 update, and it is working. It doesn't work perfect. A lot of users that have already updated are seeing some problems with it, but it does exist on the system. R.I.P. Cortana. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're just going to pretend like that never happened, huh? Yeah. yeah, or Microsoft Bob. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Clippy. <laughs> oh, I liked Clippy. I liked Clippy, Who too. didn't? Clippy Who didn't? was cute. <laughs> so you said, so 25% of all people, that's, that's really, that's not a high percentage. I mean, if you release a product and only 25% of your customers go get it. Right. That's not a big number. I think like. one of the reasons that that happened is due to the pandemic and everybody working from home, a lot of people that weren't really big PC users got really into using their PC and now they're just set on Windows 10 and they're too scared to jump into Windows 11 and change <laughs> their whole thing up. Well, and it's going to be supported until 2025. So right. there's not really any big impetus to switch. Yeah. Yeah. And so many computers can't update to it. Mine can't. Oh yeah. So this is like one of the most um, aggressive like specs requirement needs. So yeah, I haven't done it. You know, it always, it always worried me or concerned me like Microsoft, maybe they couldn't count because we went from Windows 8 <laughs> to Windows 10, right? Yeah. There was no Windows 9. And when you think about it, they started out with Windows DOS and there was no Windows Uno. Oh. I mean, 
I know, Das. <laughs> so, so uh, Kim Commando, it's not Das. It's, it's Das. It's not Dos. What are you thinking? Uh, Allie, oh, you have Womp Womp news. I do. I always have the bummer news, don't I? <laughs> yeah, uh, how come? Well, because I have to warn our lovely listeners against some of this stuff. So the FBI's 2021 elder fraud report is out. It is a bummer, uh, as we can all predict. Okay, elder fraud refers to anyone who gets taken for money over the age of 60. They also include stats for people 50 to 59. Um, Doesn't sound elderly, okay, Mm. FBI. All right, 2021, I'm gonna give a lot of numbers before we get to what's actually happening. So 92,000 victims, and remember, this is all self-reported stuff. So people that took the time to say, I got scammed in some way. Um, these people scammed for $1.7 billion. Wow. I know these numbers are kind of hard to wrap your head around, but compared to 2020, the losses were up 74%. So wow. it's bad out there. Um, you know, for a lot of reasons, people using more technology than ever, scammers getting better than ever. So let's look at what these scams were. and. Remember, this is not, like I said, self-reported. So if it's just maybe a hundred bucks, people probably aren't gonna go out of their way to report that. We're talking big losses here. The average, about $18,000. Well, you know, Allie, I don't know if they know how to report it. That's a really good point, Kim. Because I, I, you know, I'm thinking about like the guy who got scammed for $120,000 that called the show. Yeah. And he gave them gift cards. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He didn't know what to do. And then there was the other one. Do you remember the, the woman who called and said that her husband just kept falling for every scam? Over every scam over, over, and over and over and over. Yes. And then I'm like the Internet Crime Complaint Center. She's like, what? Yes. Yeah, the FBI catalogs all this stuff. And the more that it's reported, the better. They can get more information on this stuff, go after the people doing this. So, yep, on the FBI site. You know what? I'm going to make sure that over on commander.com we post something soon about just a reminder how to report those scams. And we usually do put that in all of our scam stories as just a reminder, yes, go report this. Okay, so let's look at the biggest categories in 2021. Number one is a classic, tech support scams. These take many forms. Um, The most common, somebody calls you and says, there's a problem with your account and I can help you if you give me access to your computer or to your phone or Mm -hmm. to your accounts or whatever it is. Uh, Another really common one starts with a computer pop-up you get something that says your system has been infected. Yeah. Well, it probably hasn't, but it is going to be after you exactly. call the number and talk to these people. My rule of thumb here, tech support is never going to reach out to you if you have a problem. You have to reach out. That's the only way that reputable companies work. You reach out to them. Okay, next up on the biggest crimes, non-delivery and non-payment. Usually this is like you order something online and it never shows up, so you just wasted money. Or it comes and it's not the awesome thing that you saw online. It's something really crappy. Um, Maybe it's small. Maybe it's just not made well. Maybe it's just not what you ordered in the first place. Those are big. How do you spot these? Well, I do not want to be the person who tells you just to order everything on Amazon, but they do have a really good return (laughs) policy. Um, If you are going to order things from a retailer you don't recognize, I would say don't do it through ads because this is a really common way that these shoddy projects are, you know, how they get people to buy them, right? You see ads on social media, you click it, you buy the thing, it's only 20 bucks. Mm, Be careful. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then the last one, biggest on the list, identity theft. Identity theft always makes me sad, especially in this context, because a lot of times it happens 
from someone in your family or someone yeah, that you true. know closely. Yeah. So for this one, you know, set up a password on your computer. Don't keep a list of passwords next to your computer and check your uh, credit report often. This is something you can do for free. You don't have to pay for it. If you go to commander.com and Google free credit report, we will show you all the steps to do it. But keep an eye on that, um, especially if you're past the point in life where you're you know, trying to get loans or buy a house or things where you're seeing your credit regularly. That's why older people are mm-hmm. so targeted for this because you're just not going to notice. So check then, that credit report. And then if you know you have family members that are susceptible to this, you know, speak up, okay? yes. Yes. tell yeah. them to be careful. Maybe share this podcast with them. There you go. And, you know, speaking of tech support, we are super excited to tell everybody that we have a brand new service, a tech support service. It's called getkimshelp.com. And at getkimshelp.com, it's where you can actually connect to somebody who we trust, we yeah. vetted them, and they can fix most computer problems in 15 minutes or less. And they cover everything. So whether it's Wi-Fi, your smart speakers, um, your PC, your back, you're wondering how to set something up, you can't get into your Google account, can't get into your Facebook account, whatever it is, head over to getkimshelp.com. Once again, that's getkimshelp.com. And it's high-tech troubleshooting. They use like virtual house calls. They're not gonna get on your computer and put anything bad. You know, the worst thing you can do is Google a tech support service number, but you can trust us. Head over to getkimshelp.com. Whenever you need any help, that's getkimshelp.com. All right, coming up, we have a trivia question at the end that you know, I'm on trivia this week, and it was it's a fascinating story about Facebook and Snapchat. Uh, and we're also going to tell you how you can never miss an appointment again. We have our What the Heck headline of the week, and then who's on joke this week? I am. Scale of 1 to 10, Matt. I'm going to give it a 7.5. I think it's solid. Ooh, a 7.5 yeah. joke at the end you don't want to miss. So stay right where you are. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun show, like I like to say, about all things digital. And if you haven't already claimed your free Windows or Mac guide, what the heck? What are you waiting for? I mean, knowledge is power. Go claim it. It's absolutely free. Head over to commando.com slash free guides. Once again, that's commando.com slash free guides. All right. So this is like part of the podcast where we pass along some great tips. And if you've ever missed an appointment or a video meeting, I want you to raise your hand right now. Yes, all of us. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it seems like whenever that Google Meet comes up, it's it you know it gives you the the advance notice like ten minutes twenty mm-hmm. you know twenty and you sit there and go oh I can get my whatever I'm done until then <laughs> and then invariably Allie you'll text me and say hi um, will you be joining us will you yeah. be joining us ten minutes is just enough time to forget <laughs> yes yeah. exactly so those days are over there's a secret setting in Google Calendar so every morning you get an automatic daily rundown of your schedule without even opening Google Calendar. And so here's the deal. It's a simple way to keep track of all these appointments and meetings. And it's great to use with Teams, too, so that this way you can share your calendar with others. And and it really does work very well with Teams as far as Google Calendar. So anyway, to stay on top of things, so Google Calendar is going to send you a list showing all your tasks, all your meetings right to your inbox every single morning. So to set it up, first you have to find the calendar, obviously, right? (laughs) Where you want to get the daily emails. (laughs) And then you tap the three dots menu in order to open it up. And then near the bottom of this menu, I know it's like, you know, a scavenger hunt, (laughs) but at the bottom, you're going to see other notifications. And there, that's where the gold is. It's (laughs) called daily agenda. 
that's, you can say email and you're like, oh, thank you, Google, so much. So if you missed all those steps, I mean, you can do it. You can, you can replay this part of the podcast or you can just search for daily agenda in Google Calendar and then all those steps will pop up for you. But I've tried been, I've been, I turned that on last week and I've been so far Girl Scouts honor. I've been doing really well staying on schedule. So if you have trouble, you might want to try that daily agenda. Um, now, Matt, you've been selling stuff. Yeah. Selling stuff online can be confusing, right? There's so <laughs> many different sites. You can go to Facebook marketplace. You can go to eBay. You can go to offer up. There's a dozen more that I could list out, but it's always no, hard to know which one should I sell my thing on. So Here's a few of the ones I'm going to get into a story afterwards, but I want to give a rundown of the three, the big three that everybody uses and what they could be used best for. So Facebook marketplace is best for those local selling, doing that stuff where you're just trying to get something out of your house. You have an old cabinet. You don't really need it anymore. You're not trying to get a whole bunch of money for it, but you want to get something, just get it out of the house. Facebook marketplace is perfect. There's a ton of people on Facebook looking for something. You'll get it sold pretty quickly. OfferUp is a really similar thing. It's a local thing. A lot of local people selling local things, but there's a lot less people on it. So you're going to get those more discerning people looking for exactly, and they'll pay a little bit more for that specific object or that item. So OfferUp is a little bit better, a little bit higher price. And finally, eBay it's all around the world. You can sell it anywhere and you can, if you don't want to sell it right away, put it on eBay and you're probably going to get the highest price, but it might take a long time to get it sold. Now, that being said, a few weeks ago on commando.com, we had an article about old electronics that could sell for a lot of money. And uh, that weekend after that article came out, I went through my entire collection of video <laughs> game stuff and I was like, I know I have to have this stuff in here. And I found an old Guitar Hero Xbox 360 guitar Ooh. and that was one of the items in there. So I was like, you know what, let's just try and see if it really is going to sell for a ton of money. So I put it on eBay a few weeks ago and just this last weekend it sold for $120. No way. I think I bought it for $35 awesome. like 10 years ago. And it's just been sitting in my closet unplayed for at least five years. And <laughs> boom, just sold. So that was amazing. And I was like, what other things that, that I might have are going to be worth that kind of money? So I went on eBay and started looking for things that I, I used to have. Not things that I really have anymore, but these will blow your mind. The first one is... Pokemon Blue version, which is the old Game Boy cartridge from like 1998. If you have it out of the box, it's going to sell for $100. That's a not even in perfect condition, just the cartridge. If you have it in the box sealed, it's worth $5,000. Oh. Wow. <laughs> There's an old Zelda game called Minage Cap. If you get that unsealed in the box, $24,000. And then an original Nintendo Entertainment System action set, which is like where you can move around with your old Nintendo system. $3,800. So nice. go in your closet, check out things that you Gosh. might have. Go on eBay. You might have millions of dollars worth of old games <laughs> just sitting there know. in a dusty closet. You'd never know. Gosh, you know, I wish that we would have had this conversation about a year ago before I got rid of mm -hmm. everything when we were getting ready to move. It was like, enough of this. I can't <laughs> handle all this. And, it, you know, and Ian, I, I asked Ian to come home and to go through all of his stuff and because he was at college. At right. USA. And he's like, oh, mom, I can't, you know, I'm studying, blah, 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 wow, 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 right. One of those. <laughs> and so I just told the movers, I said, pack it all up, everything oh, yeah. in this room, just pack it up 
and ship it to his house in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's your problem now, yeah. kid. So I'm thinking he might have some of this stuff in oh, there. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, and then so, so there were some things that I couldn't put in boxes and didn't really work out. So mm-hmm. like, so I mean, just imagine he's a 21 year old guy, right? Yeah. And in, when, when you walk into his garage, there's his old toy chest <laughs> oh. <laughs> from when he was like, you know, two years old. Yeah. In there. That's adorable. <laughs> That's um, but I will, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to say, listen, you need to go through that stuff. There's Might be probably, motivation. Yes, I think it would be. Yeah. Everybody had a Guitar Hero guitar back in 2005. So yes. I feel like he has to have one he somewhere. He had one, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. So, Allie, this is a really interesting tip because we chatted about this before we started doing this podcast. Um, tell us all about it, lockdown. Yeah, iOS 16. So there are all these new security features, some of really important stuff that, I mean, should have existed for a long time. And I'm really glad it's here now. Uh, A lot of stuff that's good protection for people that are maybe in abusive relationships or, you know, having just in a situation where they might not be safe and someone else might be looking at their technology. One of these features is called lockdown mode. And this one is actually, Apple says this is for people that are the most targeted for hackers, like gonna be specifically targeted. So people like journalists, activists, politicians. And so that's what they really recommend this lockdown mode for, which we'll get into what it is in a second. But I was thinking, you know what? There's a different use for this because we hear from people all the time who say, I have someone in my life that has gotten scammed a lot, that has gotten hacked, that just doesn't quite know their way around their technology good enough to protect themselves. And so I think this could actually be a really good thing. So lockdown mode, what is it? Uh, This works for iPhone and iPad, by the way. Um, It blocks any FaceTime call unless it's a number you've already talked to. So you can't get calls from random people. It blocks a lot of attachments and messages. You can still get images and links, which that's kind of all most of us care about, Um, but it'll block any other kind of attachments that could be malicious. Uh, It turns off some of the tracking and some of the other features in Safari. You can still use the web browser, but you might not have all the capabilities. Uh, It removes things like shared photo albums. Again, these invitations to shared things, sometimes those are malicious. That's a way that um, malware is spread. And then when the phone is locked, if you plug a cable into it, you can't do anything. You can't actually transfer data um, on or off, which is really important if someone has physical access to your phone. Uh, And then it blocks some of the things like beta versions so that nothing shady can be installed. Right. All right. Yes. Like I said, most of us are not politicians or activists or, you know, journalists who are going to be targeted by this kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. But I really think, you know, looking through the list, yeah, it does block some features, but I don't hear that stuff and think your phone's going to be unusable. Your iPad's going to be unusable. It's true. It's just going to be safer. Um, So try it out if you have somebody like that in your life that, you know, you've heard from them, oh, it happened again, or, oh, I got into trouble, oh, I, this happened, or you just know that it's happened to them. Yeah. Um, it's pretty easy to turn on and off. You can try it. If they don't like it, you can just turn it off again. Uh, it's in the, go to the settings, privacy settings, lockdown mode. That's it. So again, go to the settings, privacy, turn on lockdown mode, try it out, see what you think. And then we're going to be talking about that on the big show, Yeah. on the weekend show, and then we're going to have a full write-up about it, uh, you know, probably in a couple of days over on the website too. So if you need some more information about it, just know you can always depend upon us for that. (laughs) All right. If you like these quick tips, make sure that you get our Daily Tech Update podcast. It's growing like wildfire. Every single day you get one news story and you get one great tip, one news story and one great tip every single day. Each one's only 60 seconds. 
and you're totally up to date. So wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, no matter where you get it, just search for Commando with a K, of course. All right, coming up, we have our What the Heck Headline of the Week that you have to stay for this one. <laughs> just trust me on that, all right? I am not going to say anything other than Great Balls of Fire. Um, <laughs> and we have a huge video game leak. We have our trivia and the joke at the end you don't want to miss, so stay right where you are. Refresh, it's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. And if you're not already getting our specific newsletters for your devices, oh, come on. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe. And we've got newsletters for Windows, Apple, Android, uh, small business, breaking news, tips, you name it. And then you can just select the newsletters that you want. Don't worry, we're not going to sell your email address to anybody. We're not a spammer. You can trust us. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe. So our what the heck headline of the week is just that, that, and Allie seems to be the favorite as far as finding these every week <laughs> for some reason. And it's that thing that you look at the headline and you say, hmm, what was that that they're what? saying? What <laughs> happened with that? So goodness gracious, great balls of fire, Allie. <laughs> Uh, before we get too far in this one, I want to say if you're listening and you have little kids around who can hear or kids of any age, frankly, um, pause the podcast. We're not going to be too explicit, but this is a very adult topic and we're going to be alluding to some adult things. Okay. Now you've paused. <laughs> Goodbye, okay. kids. Okay. Um, and that's a little surprising, these adult things, given that this is a story about chess. So here's the headline. How a top U.S. chess player became the victim of a bizarre rumor that he used a sex toy to beat a world champion. <laughs> so, so, you know, you have, you're seeing, so, I mean, visualize two guys <laughs> playing chess. <sighs> and how does that toy come into the picture? Oh, uh, for the record, I chose a very PG version of this headline. Okay, the guy in question, let's get into it. Uh, he's 19. His name is Hans Niemann. And earlier this month, he beat the Norwegian world champion. His name is Magnus. And Magnus had won 53 games in a row. By wow. all accounts, Hans should not have won. This right. was like a shocking upset. Nobody understood how shocking. it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Allie. <laughs> oh, I'm glad it was you. Uh, and then the rumor started. How did he do this? Maybe he had a little bit of help. Um, so Magnus, the guy he beat, he actually dropped out of the tournament. He said, I'm not going to talk about this. I, there's nothing I can say. And then Hans admitted, okay, when I was, remember, he's only 19. When I was 12, and then again when I was 16, I did cheat. But I've reformed. I'm not cheating now. And if you think I'm cheating, I will strip down naked to prove that I'm not. Hmm, why would he need to be naked? Um, well, then a very detailed uh, graphic theory popped up online, started on Reddit, of course, that Hans was using a sex toy to cheat. Um, this particular kind, you can put them in multiple places. Uh, a place where you might sit normally. Yes. Uh, and this type of toy also vibrates, moves. Thanks to thank God for technology. <laughs> thank wow. God, thank God. Um, so the theory basically was that he was using these vibrations, I guess, like Morse code, to say what his next move should be. 
<laughs> uh, the internet went a little crazy, as you can imagine. Even Elon Musk uh, tweeted about this because he loves butt humor. Of course he does. <laughs> he's 12. Yeah. Okay, he's just 12. Yeah. So all this had been happening, um, and then they had a rematch, these two. And this is where the drama really started. It was all happening virtually. It was during a live stream. And after two moves, Magnus switched off his camera, and he just left. He dropped out of the tournament. Um, he's not pleased that this guy is still playing because he thinks, presumably, that he's cheating. Right. Uh, there's no proof that he's cheating yet. Um, nothing has been proven. But if there is an update, I will... Uh, Thank you for that. Yeah. Update you if the, 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 the buzz must is know confirmed. New. Shocking details <laughs> that will come out. <laughs> out. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we're going to switch gears, Matt. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, you're our dedicated internet scout. And what the heck is the web talking about? Chess. Aside from chess. (laughs) You know, I really love talking about people getting upset about nothing on Twitter. This isn't about chess and weird other things, (laughs) but it's constantly every other week. There's a new thing that people are just getting weirdly upset for, for no reason on Twitter. And that happened again this week. So it gets really into tech. So this week there was a huge hack and it was towards a video game company called Rockstar. Now you might have heard of Rockstar. They've developed one of the most popular games of all time, which is of course Grand Theft Auto. 10 years ago, they came out with Grand Theft Auto 5, which was the best selling video game of all time. In the first three days that it came out, it sold over a billion dollars in the first three days. Now it's been about a decade and they're finally about to release Grand Theft Auto 6. Well, this week they were hacked by a hacker named Teapot Tuber Hacker. Was his name? <laughs> Teapot Tuber Hacker. Is that his real name? Yes. Oh, I'm assuming. Yes. Legal given name. Yeah. And he released a bunch of gameplay and screenshots and story from the game itself. Now, of course, Rockstar was upset and immediately said, We are really upset by this hack and we will do our best to try to get uh, past the security breaches. But what really took the cake? was within these uh, leaked um, pictures from the game, there was pictures of a woman main character. And Twitter just went off. They're like, oh, how can there be a woman main character in Grand Theft Auto? That's not the way it's always been and blah, 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 blah. And that that was the big takeaway. Not the cool new features. (laughs) It's just that there's a woman. They were just about (laughs) the whole woman. Oh, darn it. What, what will we do? <laughs> Just getting into Grand Theft Auto. Right. Why, why is that happening? <laughs> At the end of the day, Rockstar did come out and they made a statement, but they did not acknowledge the fact that there was a woman. So Twitter is still, right now, I'm sure, going off about this topic. <laughs> As we speak. As we speak. <laughs> and, you know, and the ones that are doing it are the NPCs. Of course. <laughs> 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 Uh, hey, listen, if you're not already following us on social media, what are you doing? Come on, stop ghosting us. Head over to Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. That's where I post more personal photos and things of that nature. Uh, Twitter.com slash Kim Commando. It's all news and stuff like that. And then, of course, Facebook.com slash Kim Commando. LinkedIn.com slash Kim Commando. You get the gist because you're smart. You listen to Tech Refresh. So wherever you are on social, make sure that you uh, follow us. Hey, coming up, we have trivia and a joke. So stay right where you are.
Hey, it's Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. If you're not already getting our eBooks, you haven't tapped into those. Well, that's more knowledge is power, and you want those. So on Amazon, just search for Commando with a K. We got books about crypto and how to make money online, how to get started with your own business, and what's going on with drones. And so we got all kinds of topics. And whatever you're interested in, I'm sure you'll find it. Just search for Commando on Amazon with a K, of course. All right. So this is the last week for our contest. Correct? Mm, correct? Correct. Okay. And so uh, if you're a new listener Tech Refresh, we've been doing this over the last several weeks. And where each of us had to pick one thing that we hated to do. And if we lost, we actually had to do that one thing. Now, mushrooms are dirt. Okay. <laughs> I hate mushrooms. I also I hate eggplant. You know, I, I could have done that. Mix eggplant with mushrooms. I love eggplant. I'm making eggplant for dinner. Ooh. Oh, gross. <laughs> it's just, it just tastes like mush. That's what it's like, mushy. That's all it is. So I had to eat a big plate. Notice that's past tense. I had to eat <laughs> a big plate of mushroom risotto. But then we've determined by doing some high-level math that no matter what I do, I still am not going to lose. So that for, that's why I'm doing the trivia this week because it's the last week. And Matt, you have to eat canned olives and drink the juice. Yep. Mm. Oh, oh, man. In one sitting, Matt, <laughs> within okay. five oh, minutes. Yeah. Don't be thinking you're going to be streaming this over 24 hours. I have a week to With eat this straw. can of olives. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and Allie, of course, has a tremendous fear of heights. And she is going to go to the Skywalk and nope. have dinner on the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, uh, Allie, you're going to go indoor. Indoor her, skydiving. Indoor skydiving. Yeah. Which it's perfectly safe most of the time. So most I wouldn't worry time. about that. It's like sure. 50%. And so, so now it's between you two. So what's the score? Well, it's eight to six. Oh. So... This might be just kind of our victory lap. Game. Yes, it might just yeah. be our victory lap. But hey, let's see, Matt, how close you can get it. We'll see. We'll see how okay. if I can get the exact date and number and. <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to go back to 2012. Okay. And that was when Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg was the richest 20 something in history. And then there was Snapchat's Evan Spiegel. He was 23 years at the time. And so Zuckerberg reads out to Spiegel and says, hey, listen, I think we ought to meet. So they show up at a private apartment in Los Angeles that Zuckerberg had arranged. And, as, and Spiegel brings his co-founder, Bobby Murphy, who's the chief uh, technical officer for the whole Snapchat. So Zuckerberg there in this confidential meeting, no phones, no electronics or anything, tells them about Facebook's new product called Poke. I don't know if you remember Poke. Poke was a mobile app for sharing photos and making them disappear. Hmm. Sounds a lot like Snapchat, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And Zuckerberg goes through and tells him all about this new product. And Spiegel says, it was basically like Zuckerberg saying, we are going to crush you. Okay. The day after Poke launched, it hit number one in the iPhone app store. But within three days, on December 25th, Snapchat pulled ahead, boosted by the publicity that Zuckerberg was going to crush them. And... Facebook app disappears out of the top 30. And, Spie and Spiegel says to the press, it was like Merry Christmas, Snapchat. <laughs> Zuckerberg is pissed off. And he calls up Spiegel and says, this is not fair. This is not right. I'm going to crush you, but maybe I should just buy you. 
<laughs> and he offers them $3 billion in cash. Okay. It was a two-year-old app that had no revenue and no timetable for revenue. And Zuckerberg offered them $3 billion. Imagine that. Yeah. Okay. So what happened next? A, Spiegel and Murphy gave each of their six employees a book, The Art of War, <laughs> with a conversation. B, got into a fist fight because Spiegel didn't want the money, but Murphy did. And no one knows who actually won the fist fight. Murphy was upset and he made Spiegel snaps to other women show up on his girlfriend's feed. <laughs> or D, the two sent Mark Zuckerberg a dozen black roses with a no thank you note. <laughs> so yeah, they were offered, so it's a two year old app, no revenue, six employees. Did they give a book to all the employees? Did they get into a fist fight? Did Murphy, remember he's the chief technical officer, go in and then change things around so Spiegel snaps went to his girlfriend or was it D, the two cent Zuckerberg, uh, a dozen black roses and a no thank you note? Matt, you wanna go first or Sure. Okay. I am pretty sure that they did not take the first offer because I'm pretty sure that they might have gone public before they were sold to Facebook eventually. So I'm gonna have to go with D. I'm gonna go with the Black Roses. Okay, he's going with the Black Roses. Okay, I like to think they weren't fighting. I think they, they agreed, so I'm gonna rule out B and C. So either A or D. Um, I'm gonna go with Matt. I'm gonna say they went the classy route, and I'm gonna say they sent roses. I don't know, thank you. Final answer? Final answer. Final answer. Okay. It was A. Oh, oh, man. This is from Forbes. Chapter six, they explained to their six employees in the art of war addresses the need to attack an enemy where and when he displays weakness. <laughs> so they sensed an opening and they insisted rather than selling, they were going to go out and get some more money. So they raised $50 million in December and then they had a valuation of $2 billion. And Spiegel was like, I don't know how it happened, but Snapchat net worth, Snapchat's net worth as of September 19th, 2022 is almost $20 billion. Oh, oh man. Good Isn't thing, that something? Good thing they didn't jump on that three. I thought that was interesting. Could you imagine you've been offered $3 billion cash, two yeah. years into it. Spiegel's 23, by the way, living in his father's basement. <laughs> when, honest to gosh, when all this is going on. And you have the chutzpah to turn it down. I bet they thought Whew. he offered that money so quickly that he knows. He knows right. this is going to be something. Yeah, but They it, were confident. They only had six employees. Yeah. That was <laughs> nuts, though. Me, I would have taken the money. <laughs> Just saying right now. Take the money and run. All right. So, all right. So, Matt, you lost. And so yeah. we're going to have to figure out how we, we have to have this on, on video. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to figure out how that, maybe we'll do that the next time we all get in studio. We'll um, get you a nice can of black olives from the dollar store. Would you like it chilled, warmed, <laughs> room temp? As long as I have a bucket next to me, I don't care what it is. <laughs> if you're going to barf, you have to leave. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, you're with the joke here at the end. 7.5, yes. yes. lay it on us. I think so. Dave was bragging to his boss one day, and he says, you know, I know everyone there is to know. Just name someone, anyone, and I know them. 
and his boss says, uh, okay, uh, I don't believe you. What about Tom Hanks? He goes, I'll prove it. They get in a plane. They go to Hollywood. They show up at Tom Hanks' house, knock on the door. He opens the door and goes, Dave, it's so good to see you. Come on in, get a beer. <laughs> so he has a beer with Tom Hanks, and they leave, and he's a little, still a little bit skeptical. He's like, well, okay, what about the president? He's like, oh, Joey boy? We'll go way back. <laughs> so they fly to Washington, D.C., and they are standing outside of the White House, and there goes the president walking in front of them. He goes, oh, Dave, Dave, hey, haven't seen you in a long time. Come and grab a beer. So they go in and have a beer with the president. And then they leave and he goes, well, I'm still skeptical. Mm, what about the Pope? And he goes, oh, yeah, me and all the Pope. Oh, yeah, we've been go back way a long time. So they fly to Rome and they're standing in St. Peter's Basilica. And he goes in the big crowd. And the, Dave says, oh, he's never going to see me in this huge crowd. But I know the guards. Give me 30 minutes and I'll come out on the balcony with the Pope. So he goes inside. And luckily enough, 30 minutes later, he comes out on the balcony with the Pope. So he goes back down and he finds his boss laying on the ground with paramedics surrounding him. And he goes up to him and goes, what happened? What happened? He goes, I had a heart attack. It was just the last straw. You walked out on the balcony and some guy pointed up at the balcony and goes, who's that guy with Dave? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I I think that's a solid 7.5. Yeah, that's a good That's a good solid (laughs) 7.5. All right. So before we leave you all, we'd like to give you just a few to-dos because we pass along so much information here on Tech Refresh. Allie, you go first. If you have someone older in your life who's not very tech savvy, I think you should have the talk. Uh, Elder fraud, you know, getting scammed. These things are not going away. They're only getting worse. Um, It's getting even easier to fool people. So really, it's, you know, you can do it in a way that's loving and kind, not, hey, I know you can't keep it together, but... Print out an article from commando.com. Have them listen to this podcast. It really is worth protecting the people in your life because this is serious and you can lose a lot of money. And how about you, Matt? You know, if you have a drawer or an attic that might have some old (laughs) stuff from your kids from 20 years ago, go check it and check out eBay. You could have a lot of money sitting in a dusty old closet. And mine is check that daily agenda out if you're using Google Calendar, because this way every morning you get a whole list of what you need to do that day. And also uh, one more tip. um, Don't cheat at chess. (laughs) I think that's a bad thing. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Hey, listen, thanks for joining us. We always love to hear from you. Our email address is podcast at commando.com. Once again, that's podcast with an S at commando.com. We'll see you here again next week.